Sinners, choosers, hypocrites, lovers, everybody all around the world. Welcome to Choose Your Own Religion. My name is Joe. Uh, I'm so glad you're here. I've got a great guest today. His name is John Danforth Appel. He's a writer and a producer at Full Screen. This is the show where me and a guest, we make up a new religion, grabbing pieces from religions we like and making up shit of our own like a couple of New Age Power Rangers coming together to form a Megazord that just wants to sit under a tree and achieve emptiness. If this is your kind of thing, and you like talking about this stuff, or you wish you could talk about it more, this is the show. Uh, You should know that I'm not a spiritual guide. Uh, This show is basically a lost dude holding a bunch of maps, uh, seeing if there's any other motherfuckers that are lost. And if you're another lost person, maybe you're holding some maps. Maybe somebody gave you a bullshit map when you were younger. Maybe you hate the idea of maps or any kind of spiritual path or spiritual metaphor anyway. Maybe you think the best spiritual book out there would just say, put me down. If that's you, uh, welcome aboard, my fellow sinner. If you like the show, you can subscribe on Stitcher and iTunes. And uh, if anybody out there is still using an RSS feed, it could probably help set that up for you. Once again, thank you for listening. Uh, it really means a lot to me, and I love the more and more dialogue we have. So, uh, uh, shit, hold on. Allow the soothing music and uplifting affirmations to center your heart and mind in an awareness of God's love. Wake up, my dear sinners. Wake up from your deep rest. Won't you say your prayers and know that you are blessed? I love you, oh, but Jesus loves you the best. And I hope that you choose your own religion. So are you talking to this? This it, yeah. microphone? Yeah, 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 okay. exactly. Cool. So I know you're writing on something. Yeah, so I'm writing on a show called Party in the Back, uh-huh. which is a daily sketch show. So we release one, essentially one sketch uh-huh. um, uh, a day. And it's on, do you know what Full Screen is? Uh, heard of. Yeah, so Full Screen as a company, I believe, started as a company, I think they're called, what's they're what's called an MCN, a multi-channel network. So, like, Maker is that, and, uh-huh. like, BuzzFeed is kind of, too. Okay. But basically, they started as a company that represents YouTube talent. So, like, Grace Helbig, Hannah Hart. Do you know those names? I have heard those yeah. names. So yeah. So, it's it's a little different, right? Because we're kind of, like, we didn't grow up with that. But to, like, 15-year-olds, these are, like, their celebrities. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. People with millions and millions of subscribers. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. It's, it's I mean, it's like we're working in movies at, in the 1950s and then television's on. We're like, what the <laughs> fucking television? That yeah. shit will never catch on. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just, I mean, like, you know, at first it was just filmed theater plays and now we've got Mad Men. So, like, we're in the kind right. of filmed theater plays of YouTube, I think, right now, where, like, a lot of the people, like, are still figuring it out. And, you know, 20 years from now, maybe we'll get Mad Men or something like that, right. you know? Right, right. Um, but so basically this this show is on full screen decided to release what's called an SVOD. Do you know what that is? No. Okay, so many fuck it's like the government. You there's so many acronyms. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But SVOD stands for streaming video on demand, and that's like what Netflix is. Okay, or yeah. Yeah. So full screen decided to release that. They've licensed a bunch of content like Happy Endings or uh Cruel Intentions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they're also uh, creating content for that platform and I'm writing on that show. Gotcha. It's for the platform. Cool. Yeah. How's it, how long have you been doing that? 
like three months now. Uh huh. Yeah, it was cool. I was working in. I mean, I've I've wanted to like write comedy as like a job for a, a long time now. Yeah. And I was working in marketing before, and that was great. Um, uh-huh. Actually, ironically, working for a company that got acquired by Full Screen. Oh, okay. So I yeah. was technically a Full Screen employee. But I was like, I was like, this isn't exactly what I want to do. So I left, and then like three weeks later, I got a call uh, from my boss, and was like, Hey, do you want to come right on this show? And so I Hell three yeah. week break from being a full screen employee, and now I'm right back, right, right back, back at it. Yeah, right under it. That's uh, that's great. So do you work with like a staff of other people? Or are you kind of doing your own individual stuff? Uh, n- there's a staff. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm. It's it's the world of digital is like it's like it's non-union it's you know it's it's uh very much wild wild west like everyone's doing everything like i direct as well uh-huh. as, you know um and we've got talent that writes and talent that uh even directs a little bit and stuff like that plus our showrunners write and direct yeah um everyone does everything so it's 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 super fun it's one of the most intense experiences of my life <laughs> i bet uh, yeah because i was working at home before so i went from working at home for three years mm. being by myself to like mm-hmm. surrounded by people all day every oh day. man yeah. that's, a, that's quite an intense yeah shift yeah it's not like i have a cubicle going can go, like fuck off to and like have like a little me time you wait, know? wait tell me more about working from home so was did you yeah. have roommates or anything or well okay so i i i worked from home for three Three about three years, uh-huh. and the first year ish, I had a roommate. Uh-huh. Um, I've been living in the same place, and I was like, I gotta get out of here. Like it was just, it was not the be- best apartment. It was in an amazing spot, like in Los Feliz, right by Sunset Junction. Really uh-huh. beautiful. Um, and then I was like, <laughs> I was like, I gotta get out of here. I'm an adult now. I have a good job. I can afford it. I gotta leave. So uh-huh. I went and I got my own apartment. This a lovely, amazing one bedroom apartment in Silver Lake. Got real lucky. Gorgeous, beautiful, right by Edendale. You know that bar, like, uh-huh, like, yeah. like, like the first date bar. Like, <laughs> right. everyone goes there on a first date. And, and was John going on a lot of first dates at Edendale? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of first dates. <laughs> a lot of first dates. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, 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 I like lost my mind because I was home alone. Yeah. For twelve hours a day. I mean, the longest I I went with like three days without seeing another person except for like like the people at Gelson's who I bought my lunch from uh-huh. and it's like I'm not a hardcore social person to begin with but I definitely need social contact and so I was like I have to leave this place and then I moved yeah. back into a shitty apartment in Los Feliz and now I have a roommate and it's great <laughs> <laughs> just another human being yeah yeah just dude, having him around dude when I moved in here because I was uh I, I kind of fall 50 50 introvert extrovert mm-hmm. but uh, I've gone through modes of life where uh, I thought I was more of an introvert. Turns out I was just depressed. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to be around it's people. It's a fine line. It's yeah. a very fine yeah. line. And so, I mean, I moved into my studio with obviously there's no room for another person in this place. Uh, but, and I'm really glad that I, I still don't have roommates, but I remember that first year, especially it's so easy to just stay in just to hermit it up a little bit, just have what you th- imagine like, Oh, this is my fortress. This is my yeah. castle. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh wait, this is a prison of my yeah. own mind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's like if it's like if I don't have a new video game to distract me, I'm fucking depressed. Like I just I can't figure out what to do with myself. Yeah, um, I mean, do you think you're you're more of an introverted kind of guy, or no? I think I just have depression. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I think I'm pretty extrovert. I mean, I, I'm an only child, and uh, uh, I grew up like in the DC area, but like outside the city. But my school was in the city, so like I just like didn't see a lot of people. So I've always had this like I want to be around people. I want to be around people. And when mm-hmm. I was in college, I was like, ah, yes, people everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was like kind of where I discovered like, yeah, I really like being around people that said they tire me the fuck out like, yeah, real, yeah. real quick. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, when I was, I mean, the depression thing is so true. Cause when I was living in alone, 
I would I was just like I just want to see people. I want to be out in the world. But as soon as mm-hmm. I went out, I was like I just want to go home. <laughs> like yeah, you know it. It's real tough. Yeah, well, and especially when you have the what you know is you're not going to run into people. You're not going to have to like. There's no risk involved. There's no like. There's no energy required of me. I don't have to wear any kind of mask. Yeah. Quote unquote. <laughs> or clothes. Or clothes. <laughs> yeah. I can watch whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah. Play the music I want. You know, I don't have to answer. I don't have to explain to some roommate what I was doing, why I'm being lazy. <laughs> You know, I can clean or not clean on my own schedule, Mm -hmm. but it is, I think like almost it's a, it's a trap. It's like a, you, I don't know. I have to, I I like that now I work on the completely other side of town. Mm -hmm. And so traffic is fucking awful if I try to leave right after work. So I basically am forced to go out and be out somewhere unless I just want to sit in 90 minutes of traffic, Yeah, which as much as I'm an introvert, I don't want to sit in that much traffic. What part of the city are you in? Uh, I, I work on over on the west side, close to the Century City. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. but so it's like, yeah. So at, at night, it's a it's a nightmare. Yeah, I know. I my job's in like Playa del Rey. It's an hour each way. Like, yeah, doesn't like from five to eight, just an hour. Uh huh. Like I think it's gonna be what finally gets me to join a gym. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just like go work out and wait it out. Yeah, totally. I mean, do you do anything? So at least the roommate we have. That's mm-hmm. like the forced socialization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> do you have anything outside of that that you're like that? Because I, I don't know. I I started having to like program socialization into yeah. my own life. Yeah. For that reason. Yeah. I yeah no I, I and I it took me a while to like do that, but uh, I mean I I used to do improv. I don't really do that anymore. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that's how we met. Which is how we met. Mel Cowens. Mel Cowens used to go at one hundred and one. Yeah. By the way, all you new kids who've only <laughs> taken classes at UCB Sunset, the fancy little facilities, back in the day, I'll pull the back in the day card. We had to go at the what? What was that place even called? Uh, I think Santa Monica Artworks. Is yeah, what it was called. Santa like Monica weird Artworks. Buildings in Santa, Mo- Santa Monica. Yeah. And like they sent you the email with the weird directions, and you're like, I think this is the place, and you're outside, it and it's, it was just this dingy little classroom. But we had a great class. It was great. I really liked our one-on-one class. I'm still close to some people like Sujata and like uh-huh. who's now on. Uh, an hbo show yeah yeah, and yeah. I, i'm so close to the uh, robin and brian I, i'm on an indie team with them oh, actually nice. yeah. that's awesome but it's so, like a couple years of like not talking to them that much but then yeah, yeah you just stay in touch and like sarah oh Sa- yeah. yeah yeah guys we're having a real blast from the past yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right so, now uh you know it's like when you're an improv it's like war a lot of people don't get that you yeah know, just like go see your old veteran buddies mm-hmm. and reminisce and you know talk about how the government screwed you over right. with benefits and stuff <laughs> right well i definitely remember that from your personality i feel like you always had that kind of character in our class <laughs> Wait, like what the, kind of character like a conspiracy theorist oh yeah kind of, kind no, of no. dude I really like characters that are fucking insane. Like that have like really weird points of view, but like very, very like uh committed to just believing the craziest shit, like mm-hmm. and justifying it. Like smart but deranged yeah. is like what I like really go for. Do you feel like that's a part of you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean like, yeah. I mean I I'm like it, it, you know, maybe this is like a good transition to the religion stuff, but I'm actually yeah. like I I don't subscribe to conspiracy theories at all. Like I try mm. to take a very like straightforward like my I mean my philosophy is shit is complex and like there's no way to re- like you can be I think being reductive in a lot of ways can help understand things, but mm-hmm. like I'm like uh, I like conspiracy theory people because they're so different from me. But I also get the thinking. Like yeah. I, I'm so attracted to that that logical point of view where it's yeah. like, oh yeah, well, you know, if I just put this person here on this day, and then <laughs> right. I was here on this day, and my mom was here on this day, then 
Bush did 9-11. Like, you know what right. I mean? It's just <laughs> right. those, those, like, if you do the math, then you'll just get the answer. And it's like real life does not work like that. No. I, I don't think in any way. I mean, I tend to believe that there's so, I mean, there's so many conspiracies out there there there's probably at least one that's true but i just have no like any given one is unlikely yeah. to be the one yeah oh if i had to pick one i'd go with jfk i feel like that was a pretty pretty likely one it's i think jfk is like i mean i'm a huge fan of the movie jfk uh, it's, <laughs> and the person yeah like my last girlfriend i made her come to a screening of it at the new beverly oh it's like one of our third or fourth dates which is like that's like a three-hour fucking movie wow about the j like first date edendale third date right <laughs> third date right to third, jfk yeah. you know i try to lay it all on the line like look all right I'm this gonna is be honest who i am you. yeah like yeah. I, I can i can party at a place like edendale but i'm most comfortable like yeah. eating shitty floor popcorn like <laughs> at the new beverly yeah um but uh 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 oh conspiracies no here's here's my theory so you have me on your podcast i'm gonna fucking pontificate um go for it man uh, my theory is that there are no like i don't believe in men behind the shadows and stuff like that because uh my parents worked in the government and stuff like that government people are just normal people mm. a lot of them can be incompetent you know incompetency is i think a general theme of human existence right um the real conspiracies are things like the way supermarkets are arranged, mm, right? Like marketing type stuff. Marketing type stuff. Um, I think the real conspiracy is capitalism. No, oh. uh, <laughs> no. I mean, yes, but no, to a certain degree. Like if you go, so 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 much of our um, interaction with the world, especially right now in America, um, especially in like a like economic way, like a market capitalism, consumer driven way. So much of that is designed for us. Yeah, and we're. I think we're not conscious of it. But it's definitely something that's like trickling into our subconscious. So like you go to the supermarket and everyone knows it's not a secret. Um, but like you go to the supermarket, it's like shit is very much put in a specific place to get you to buy it, eye level, all this shit. You know, right. and there's they have like marketing science, they have psycholo- like psychologists and shit who like figure this shit out. Yeah. That's a conspiracy. Yeah. It, you We're know? going to like psychological warfare anytime yeah. we go into a Gelson's. It's fucking MK Ultra, but like <laughs> it's like instead of like brainwashing you for the Russians, it's like how do I get them to buy frosted flakes? You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, capitalism. It's like it's so it's so much of like th- just the idea that we need to keep acquiring more. It puts you in such a needy mindset constantly, and that's yeah. this isn't even like a conspiracy thing. And I I do think there's some good things about capitalism in terms of like uh, I think it can be a way to it's like alchemy for selfishness because I think people will be greedy. People will be selfish. And so at least capitalism is sort of a system that like uses that against (laughs) itself. We're channeling it. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, well, if you're going to be selfish, at least we'll, we'll reward you for it, but you're going to have to create something that other people actually want. Yeah. Now, then we get into the shitty things like manipulation and psychological tricks. And that sort of uh, fucks up what an idealist capitalist structure would be. I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, the thing is, is that I think it's like, just people can feel that there's someone out there. I mean, this is like real heady, but like people can feel that like, you know, when they go to the supermarket or like even in movies, like movies are like, I mean, someone working in entertainment, like it's very much a product and we're very much just like yeah. figuring out like what hits those like psychological points. And yeah. it's this is a bit reductive because I think people don't, I don't think it's like a thing where it's like you watch a movie and then you absorb the movie without critically taking it in and like mm-hmm. processing it in your own way as an individual. Um, but everything is so designed for us um, and is so uh, uh, driven to get you to buy more, to spend more, mm-hmm. to uh, participate in this this economy that only works if if 
you know, you throw out the PS3 and you get the PS4, <laughs> right. which I did this week. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, love yeah. I love it, uh, you know? And I mean... And it's like without capitalism, you wouldn't even had the option to buy either one. Well, I mean, maybe, we, like, if we were living in, like, a communist society, we'd get, like, our state-mandated, like, game <laughs> sphere. Like, right. I, I don't know, you know? Right. But it's, like, it's... it's it's um. I mean, obviously, I like I I like write for a TV show. I worked in marketing. Like I've reaped the fruits of capitalism, like more <laughs> yeah. so than most people, you know. And yeah. and like the least and the least intensive form of it. I'm not like in a service industry, right? You know. But um, I think it's just it's it, you know it's I mean to bring it back to religion. I think why we've seen an in, like an increase of religion worldwide, both in this country, abroad, wherever, um, is that. The Soviet Union fell in the 90s. Capitalism reigned supreme. And then people were like, oh, shit, this is not spiritually fulfilling at all. Like, right. I like, and I don't, it's not like I can fall back on communism because, like, we demonstrably prove that it did not, like, <laughs> it, like, yeah. fucking imploded in the worst way possible. So it's yeah. like, well, what else do I have? And it's, like, religion, you mm. know? And that, I mean, in terms of, like, totalized, like, to bring it back to this, totalizing belief structures where, I need to believe in something that makes sense of everything, you know, that like that the unifying like, theory. Yeah. The unifying theory of the universe type shit. And it's like, yeah. science ain't going to give you that unless you're, I mean, no, like, no. like yeah. unless you're like a science mystic, like, like type guy. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I think people, I think religion is seeing an upswing. Although, I mean, it's on the downswing, like, you know, over the next couple of decades, mm-hmm. but like right now it's spiking so hard. I mean, you know, all across the, uh, the world, because capitalism just doesn't offer you anything except the next PlayStation 4. You right. know what I mean? Right. And I think we're like, you know, we're seeing where, because there's definitely, you know, if you look 50, the pe- previous 50 years, mm-hmm. religion is way down in terms of like yeah. conformity to it and attendance and all that stuff. But I do think these things come and go in waves a little bit. And I mean, you're right. There, there's something that, I don't know, because at the end of the day, religion, a lot of religions, if you go back to, like, why they were originally formed, like, what they were, because now we just think of them as social institutions. We sure. just think of them as, like, oh, it's just, it's just a statement of fact that Christianity ha- exists. Yeah. Islam exists. But these things were invented, and they were created in a response to something. And, the, yeah. and to, I think, at their idealist forms, they were created uh, by these mystical experiences that people had. Yeah. Uh, at some point in history yeah and then they try to communicate it and explain like oh this is how you do it and then and then you start getting the power structures on top of that to try to control people and so we're like no 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 we don't want the power structure we don't want the social control aspect of it and that's what we're responding to now we're like yeah. fuck all that yeah but there is definitely something that i think they can they can really point to at their best to some deeper natures of reality sure yeah that capitalism Capitalism is just a surface level thing. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be inherently bad. It's I think it's an amoral the capitalism is an amoral mm. entity, but it can be used immorally or morally. And we see a lot of it being used immorally yeah. right now. I mean, I think just uh, yeah, I, I think I think what uh, to to the 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 mystic experiences thing. I mean, there is this fundamental part of human existence that's like why am I here? Like, you know, I'm yeah. not an animal. Like, I know there's more to it than just eat and fuck. Like, I right. know there's more to it. So what is that tension? Like, what is that? And I think every religion, yeah. every belief system that isn't, I mean, even capitalism is saying this too, because it's your your goal here is to buy, to expand, to progress, yeah. to develop. I mean, every belief system is trying to answer that inherent tension. Right, and it, it conflates, capitalism specifically conflates progress with having more. Mm-hmm. And, 
uh, yeah. growth with obtaining, yeah. Yeah. with uh, getting mul- all these little separate objects, having having possession over them. I mean, that I guess that thing has always been a sort of a function of human uh, desires and goals or whatever. I mean, I, and I think you're right in that religion. Also, I think originally at some point we had to start asking like, what is I? Like, what am I? Yeah. Like yeah. on a fundamental, like what is the, the thinker? What is the person that has the little narrative of his life mm-hmm. that has the narrative of like what he needs to do, what he wants to do, what he's trying to like, who's trying to come up with a meaning? What is even that? And when you start peeling back those layers, I think it, I think it gets really, yeah, really interesting, and it gets frightening too. Yeah, because I don't know. Sometimes I like I've I heard one person describe it. I want to say it was Sam Harris, uh, the atheist, one of the four, oh, yeah. one of the four atheists of the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do but, they all have to be such douchebags? <laughs> <laughs> he's you know he's all right. He's 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 not. I don't think he has enough empathy, but I think he's a pretty ra- he's like a cold blooded rationalist. Yeah, but. He he describes like through his meditation studies like the ego is sort of like a rainbow and that we can see it and it, it exists in some sense but it also do, it's it's kind of fake it's yeah. not a real you can't there's nowhere you can grab a rainbow yeah it's a it's a construct of our of our visual field that looks so real that looks as real as something you could go out and, yeah. and get but um. I and mean, then capitalism says, like, no, 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 no. That thing's real. Yeah, yeah. Rainbows are real. Yeah. And you need to have a better rainbow than everybody. Yeah. I mean, think, I mean, just the, I, I used to buy a lot of DVDs and I still occasionally will buy like a Blu ray, like Criterion or whatever. But like, there's always, I've always like, it's always been weird to me. It's like, I'm buying the movie, but I'm not buying the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm buying, I mean, and this is like some semiotic shit, but like, I'm buying the disc that plays the movie, but the movie isn't a thing I can hold. You're right. Right? I can't hold that. I can't frame it. I can't, like, you know, uh, like, it's not even like a musical note. Like, I can't mm-hmm. just, like, play it. You know, there's, it's art and stuff like that, I think, speak to that kind of, like, that expression of the intangible quality of human existence, you know, the ego, yeah, you know, stuff like that. And I mean, for me, back in high school, when I, I think that's when I bought the most DVDs and CDs, just because <laughs> yep. that, that's what, those were the media of that time. Yeah, uh, I remember. I mean, I think I rewatched stuff more, so I would have been more likely to actually watch whatever I bought. Yeah. Plus, oh, there was yeah. less stuff on the internet, so you—that you, was what you would watch. Mm-hmm. The things you bought, but like a large part of it is just like wanting. I'm buying the right to show other egos what I, my this ego finds yeah. to be important. Like, no, these are these are my values. I'm yeah. I'm a fish fan. Right. I like eternal sunshine and the spotless yeah. mind. So that means I I have a complex and sometimes yeah. sad view of relationships. Yeah, and that's I mean to bring it back, which is a phrase I'm saying a lot, but like bring it on bring back. Bring it on nah. back. Um, that is a form and function of capitalism. The mm-hmm. things you consume. Um, represent mm. your identity. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like yeah. and it's. I mean, and it's. It's more so. Like, I think once we figured out in the 21st century that like having eight million channels instead of three, having you know like super niche genres of music, having all these different ways to consume was actually better for the market. That people wanted that. Mm-hmm. That like we crossed a real like like Rubicon into like oh shit like we could th- like I mean. I don't want to bring it up because you, you might get fucked up, but like the Gamergate thing is like oh, yeah. such a like we such a function of capitalism where you have these people who are identifying as gamers as if mm-hmm. it was an ethnicity, right? And it's fucking creepy because it's it's a it's it's like a religion, it's like Scientology where you can only participate through consumption. Yeah, you know, you yeah. Can, not no offense to any Scientologists out there. I mean, actual offense. Your religion is <laughs> a fucking cult, and you should get out. But like, um, it's bad. It's real bad. Get out. Um, but like. It, uh, 
this this i the, the next level of capitalism where consumption becomes this um transcend trans, transcendental act mm-hmm. where it's like i am no longer myself i am blank i am part of this community you know and like how religious and ethnic communities are withering away you know what's going to take their place well shit like gamer or uh and not i am not like aligning cosplayers with gamers but cosplayers uh-huh. <laughs> like you know i mean that thing where people dress like their favorite movie or tv show and like i totally get that and i have respect for the, a lot of those people because they're really smart intelligent people but they're also engaging with a piece of corporate art right you know so it, it's not it's like it's it's there's, it's weird i don't know how entirely i feel about it yeah i think i think so many of those things could it could potentially go either way. I'm thinking specifically of cosplay, which uh, I think some people maybe listening don't know that that's when people dress up like video game characters, mostly yeah. like often video game characters. It's often movie comic. TV. Yeah. It's all like kind of nerdy pop culture shit. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like you're like dressing up as characters, things from, from fictional worlds. And I think there is a way to do that in a fun way where you're like, I don't like, I, there's no greater importance than this. I just, yeah. I mean, I've never done it, but like, it's no. like ha- being, it's like choosing to just have Halloween whenever you want. Uh, but then there are people who they want to something resonates so strongly with that that piece of corporate art. I mean, it's uh, I don't know it, it <laughs> and then they start like having that in place of any other kind of individuality. Yeah, but, yeah. it's like the people that self-identify as Jedi. like yeah, like I get it, man. I get it. The movie is really important to you, but like it's it's not like I would rather someone have a religion like it's fucked up to say. Cause I'm not a religious person at all, but like, it just is like, there's no mystical there. There's like a real, the, the, the Jedi identity lives and dies by the confines of the, of the Disney corporation, Yeah, you know? So it's like, there's, there's no there there to it. You know, I, I think we're, I think we're both frustrated that sometimes it's just the general idea that people don't often think about what they're doing with at whatever they're doing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough to ask people to think critically about their lives when like, so much of life just sucks. It's, you know? Also, also <laughs> I'll play even devil's advocate against myself and against like the idea of thought or that sure. thinking is inherently better than like living emotionally. Sure, sure, yeah. Because dude, the fucking the ego is so into like th- being a thinker is so into like thinking thinking that it can think its way out of its own yeah, problems. Right. When we have this emotional system that's intuitive that actually does i think if i trusted my emotional system more i'd probably be happier yeah if i wasn't like trying to that's often what i think my depression has looked like when i when i've gone through bouts of it it's like just thinking like thinking too much just being so caught up in the like shaming myself for whatever i'm doing or having wrong Mm -hmm. intentions or having yeah this or that uh so i don't know sometimes i no, <laughs> I, no, I just no. have to call myself out a little I, bit on that yeah i mean like the life of a mind can be very rewarding but can also be a terrifying place to live oh yeah because you're just like i mean it's yeah no i i totally understand that and like this is like one of those things where it's like mm, i have all these ideas and thoughts and like you know i'm gonna go home after this and like think about why all of my friends are more successful than i am <laughs> <laughs> you know and yeah. like beat myself up for that kind of i mean it's it's i i i agree completely with the emotional thing well and it's like there's one uh i was just reading this um the other day about it was uh, alan watts's description of like trying to like our our attention is so minute compared to the total field of things around us at any mm-hmm. given moment. Like we're blocking out ninety nine percent. Yeah. Like right now, like I'm I don't think of my left elbow like yeah. when it's touching. Yeah. I don't think of X Y Z. You know, there's so many things I'm not thinking about right now. Uh, and so attention is such, but we are so like 
into the idea that our attention is king and it's right. like w- yeah. and we need to control it somewhere and then once we control it and focus it somewhere then we can figure out a problem we'll solve the problem then we'll be happy uh but like because it's so small trying to wrap our heads around the nature of the universe or the nature of anything I, and basically i'm saying this podcast is useless but, <laughs> but like trying to like think too much about it it's like trying to shine a fl- like figure out all the contours of an enormous cave with a little flashlight yeah because all you're seeing is like one little percent yeah. at a time you're just like well but but no this is like the cave is like a, it's got a sharp edge right here this is a, clearly a stalactite that's the one that hangs from the, the ceiling yeah right? i think so yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah we're in a bind um yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Basically, we've, fucked. we've come uh, around to me to this is very nihilist very quickly. <laughs> Human experience is all misery and nothingness. Um, but yeah, okay, now I'll bring it back. This okay, time. bring it back. I'll bring it on back to religion. Now you said you're not religious now, but from previous conversations, you said mm. you were raised Jewish. Yeah, reformed. Yeah, reformed. What does reformed mean? Uh, okay, cool. So, uh, right. Okay, so. Uh, Reform Judaism came out of Germany in the 19th century, I think closer to the mid to late 19th century. And it was basically a reaction to Orthodox Judaism, which Mm -hmm. still exists today Mm -hmm. in many forms. And it was like people, there's not, you know, in in a lot of ways it's similar to like the Reformation where it was like, hey, like let's kind of, yeah, Yeah. Christianity. Yeah. Where it's like, let's like make people feel more connected to God. Um, Like let's, you know, uh, so services are uh, typically in Orthodox uh, Judaism are all in Hebrew. Let's like make it in the language of people's choice with some Hebrew mixed in uh-huh. and stuff like that. And there's there's other stuff that I'm not remembering, but it was basically a way to like let's uh, uh, let's make it for the people. And so another big thing was yeah. like they kind of made it to- made like the synagogues a little more like churches. Where if you go to an Orthodox, have you ever been to like an Orthodox? So Orthodox shuls um, or synagogues are. Uh, basically in the round mm-hmm. to us and there's two there's two uh uh levels so the men sit on the bottom and the women sit on top and mm-hmm. then there's like the rabbi or the cantor or whoever is in the middle mm-hmm. reading from the the torah um and then you just kind of it's it's so if you were to like walk in you'd be like what the fuck is happening like there yeah. people, it's just it's just kind of just like not informal but it's got its own rhythm and pace and like if you're not on board like you're just not gonna catch up, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So Reform Judaism was kind of like a way to like get away from that. So like we have like uh, Reform Judaism, what's called the bima, where like it's like the front of the, you know, we're like the we're like in a church like the pastor would talk, mm-hmm. you know. We've got pews and stuff like that, and like prayer books and stuff. So it's like it's very much like trying to modernize Judaism. Cool, yeah. And the way that's manifested now in the 20th and 21st centuries is it's. Pretty much the most progressive form of Judaism. There's Reconstructionist Judaism, which is mm-hmm. like even more progressive. Reconstructionist Judaism rejects the notion that Jews are the chosen people, mm. um, which people like who are Reform would argue that that's like not literal. It's not like we're better than everyone else. You know, it just it's it's it, 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 <laughs> go into it, and that's about as much as I know. Uh-huh. But like, um, so Reform Judaism is super progressive. A lot of English. Uh, like, um, if you've ever, are you familiar with like Jewish summer camps or any of that kind of stuff? A little bit. I've had some people in the podcast talk yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. So that's like a lot of where that movement comes from. Like, um, like what hot American summer that's 
Oh, okay. Probably yeah. if it, it's not like a Jewish camp, but those kids are probably either reform or conservative. Uh-huh. Conservative is like reform, but it's it's a little more traditional, mm-hmm. a lot more Hebrew, a lot more um, uh, like uh, like I don't know if they it might have changed, but I don't know if they've come out and said that that homosexual rabbis can be ordained, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. I do know that like one of the big differences in Reform Judaism, um, Judaism is not past matrilineal do you know do you know about this mm-hmm. so judaism is traditionally past matrilineals through the mom right but in reformed judaism doesn't matter like you got one parent is jewish you're jewish oh cool. so that applies in my case oh okay yeah so yeah. like there were situations growing up where like a friend of mine was having a bar bar mitzvah at, like their conservative shul and like uh-huh. i couldn't go up on the bima to like read a prayer you know even though i was their friend but wow because i was not considered jewish and there are many people who would not consider me jewish you know you're fit you're just as jewish as somebody who had a jewish only a jewish mom yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm fucking more Jewish. I had a bar mitzvah. I like, I like stayed into the bonus shit after, like at, at temple after, like it's a Sunday school after the bar mitzvah. I yeah. love being Jewish. I love it. You know, I'm more, I know more about the history. Like, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, it's like there are people out there who could, who like, haven't done anything Jewish in their entire life, but they got a Jewish mom, and like, the, like the state of Israel even considers them more Jewish than me. Wow. Like, I could not get married in the state of Israel because in the state of Israel, marriage civil stuff like that uh-huh. is a religious thing so that's under religious authority wow so like you know in israel there is gay marriage you just gotta leave the country wow you gotta go get gay married outside no the idea. country yeah. yeah i mean it's yeah israel's a whole nother thing just <laughs> fucking gamergate israel jesus we're getting into it man getting real into it yeah um but yeah so i grew up jewish and like always like never really believed in god and i love the songs and i love the prayers but like i just just never felt the spiritual yeah but your parents were pretty into it no oh, they weren't into it either <laughs> no oh, see that's okay. another thing too is that like there's this weird like stuff there where like i've never heard my parents talk about god ever ever mm-hmm. i mean my mom grew up presbyterian ish you know mm-hmm. and she was orphaned at like eight so she never really had family tradition or structure to begin with um and then my dad grew up with a family that was like like or in a family that was super assimilated they had like Christmas ham and mm-hmm. shit like that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And like, um, but I think my parents are of that 60s, like 70s generation where it's like they were trying to find meaning, you know, and trying to create meaning in a world, like in ways that hadn't been explored again. So I think when I was born, they were like, we should, you know, try this religion thing. Mm, yeah. But n- like, no, like I, I, I'm gravitated towards judaism because of like the politics and the ethnic stuff like the <laughs> like the ethnic and the cultural yeah like, that i found really cool but the religion stuff like no n- thanks no no i mean not even no thanks it's just like oh, i wish <laughs> like yeah i wish i had a connection to it because i you know it's so so what's uh what's your hang up then is it the like kind of intellectual aspect of it or the I mean, do you, like you like oh like, how how can God be real type of shit like or yeah yeah like what's what's the thing that's that makes you be like no way like I can't I just can't. I mean, I think if you're a student, I think what's tough is like if you're a student of history, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> a student of history. <laughs> <laughs> if you've read a history book too, um, no, if you just know about if you know your history, yeah, um, then you you can learn about how Judaism or any other religion came about. There are a lot of uh, you know a lot of primary texts and stuff like that and so it gets hard for me to not see these as constructs of man right um which is not to say that like there isn't this kind of like uh spiritual or mystical aspect to it because i i I believe there is that people have these experiences and then they translate them into other ways but like 
at the same time, like we were talking about, religion comes about for so many other reasons besides the mystical, social, political, you know, uh, ethnic, territorial, like whatever. Right. That it's hard to kind of like believe that, you know, um, that this, that in this one case, this one religion is like, like actually like this is the one God thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, well, you know, it's like, I think a lot of what, uh, like it can, a lot of it can feel like maybe there was, there were some people who had genuine mystical experiences and then, uh, in a pre, uh, capitalist society as we would see it now, it's, it's like, it's a, it's like other people saw like, Oh, this is, this person had, had this Pete, this mystical experience. It's how can we sell this? Like, how can we get other people? Yeah. How can we use this to our advantage? And so I, I definitely can see how that, uh, I mean, that's so aggravating and annoying. And it, it, I mean, I went through a similar, like I was more, I was way more into it and like believing in it, but it was definitely disillusioning realizing how, uh, political the documents were. I mean, just even the Bible itself, it was like they had se- they had several like councils who were like deciding which books to stay in, which books yeah. to stay in. And they weren't all based on like which do we like the most. No, it's yeah. like which is the most political expedient. Which do we need right now to serve our per? Like, I mean, that's the thing that's so frustrating about people that take the Bible literally. It's like you know there was like deleted scenes, right? You know there was bonus shit. Mm-hmm. Like this was edited. Like even if you believe that Moses or uh, the apostles or whoever wrote the Bible that they, they were divinely inspired. We have actual documents that are part of church canon. The Catholic church uh-huh. isn't going to deny this, uh-huh. you know, that this happened. So it's like man's hand in religion is so obvious. Yeah. And you know, when you get to things like Scientology or Mormonism, it becomes like, like it, it's so obvious in a way that other religions aren't just because Mormonism and Scientology had, you know, uh, not, I mean, they happened in the last 200 years, so it's like we just were better record keepers, <laughs> yeah. you know. So it's, it's like, so it's that, and it's also like I've never, I don't, I don't believe in ghosts, I don't believe in aliens, mm-hmm. I don't believe in any shit like, like that. That I've never experienced that. I've never had like spiritual, mystical moment. Um, I don't like the phrase like logical because I think that's like what douchebags on the internet <laughs> used to like, like, like. I don't know. Make- a, lot, a lot of people think they're being more logical than they actually yeah. are. Yeah, because I do believe in emotional. I like. I do believe in 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 understanding the word th- world through an emotional place, and I believe that humans are not logical creatures by design, yeah. or 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 by um, whatever. Like they're irrational, and yeah, and like irrationality is what defines us. Mm-hmm. And you know? but I mean, we want to believe we're the exceptions yeah. to that rule. Yeah. Like oh me oh yeah everybody else is, but me no I no. got it. Yeah. Dude, I started studying uh, psychological like um, cognitive biases. Yeah, sure. Just just through Wikipedia, that level of research, but it's enough to like at least familiarize yourself with them. There's a mm-hmm. ton on there, and it's just, you start like having at least I start having flashbacks of like, oh my god, like I I, re- I remember yeah. believing this thing about this person, mm-hmm. but that was just a bias on my part, or I remember framing this event in my life in this way, like or minimize something that I, that was a bigger deal or made a bigger deal out of something that was just so not a big deal at all. I mean, there's so many ways that we're constantly, we're constantly fooling ourselves to make ourselves feel better in some way. Um, and yeah, you know, to get back to something you said earlier about like, uh, the, these texts, you know, people changing what people, the divinely inspired texts, then they're changed by other people. I mean, this is, this is what I, I don't know. It's kind of crazy is that, I think a mystical, a true mystical experience is beyond words. It's beyond 
putting thought into it. I mean, I don't know. Dude, I don't know if you've ever taken mushrooms or anything. <laughs> this is a very mushrooms uh, conversation. I've done a drug or two. Yeah, yeah. but like those <laughs> those types of experiences, and you don't have to have mushrooms to have this type of experience. I mean, sometimes you just have it with your fucking family or yeah. with a, a lover or something. You're like, but these these things are like trying to describe them. You're already you're already in trouble trying to put words on like the total immersive feeling you had and you're just trying to i i get why we try to communicate them because we want other people to understand what we experienced we want to try to share it in some way but we already start losing what is so amazing at it by the time we're putting the pen to the fucking paper yeah much less than once we let somebody right. else change yeah. the words of what we've written mm-hmm. so it yeah sometimes it seems uh, i don't know we want to it's so like and we're just trying to still hold on to like one guy like whether it's jesus's or Muhammad's or or Buddha's like their original mystical experience is the only true mystical experience and we're trying to pass that down and distill it but uh I don't know sometimes I, I think it's a little comes up a little short yeah well I mean yeah I mean in in the thing that you when you were talking like the thing that I realized that like I don't it's not that I don't believe in mystical experiences it's just hard for me not to be like oh well that's just like when one part of your brain gets a chemical from like an right like I'm like trying again to like think about if there's any spirituality or any like thing in my I mean I think the closest I get to spirituality is the concept of just like that's a fucking mystery <laughs> like yeah, we'll just yeah. never know and like I mean is Adnan guilty we we I don't know <laughs> yeah. maybe he did it that's like you know that's kind of the how I approach spirituality which is just accepting that there is this like level of nuance and and grayness to human life and existence yeah that we can't quantify you know mm-hmm. and and like i'm comfortable in that space yeah you know? well and spirituality can be a kind of a bullshit word to like kind right. of I like mean, yeah just use as a the blank a nice blanket phrase to avoid talking about making any kind of specific statements but uh <laughs> yeah, i do I granola i do yoga i'm spiritual <laughs> I'm pretty I spiritual yeah. I, I don't know sometimes it can be I, and it just means so many different things to so many different people i think it can be as simple as realizing there is truly something greater than I. There is truly something greater. My ego is not the end of this universe by far, and not even in just a way of the sense, not even in just the way that like, oh yeah, there's more outside of me, more stuff for me to conquer. Yeah, you know. But there's like no, I, I, I don't know that that feeling. I and mean, when I talk about it like a mystical experience, it it, it transcends the thought. It transcends talking about it into to feeling on a gut visceral level like I, there is a greater thing than me i am just a part of a an insanely massive fabric and i am one atom of one little string on this giant blanket of shit but i think my little atom my little corner is the end all be all most of the time yeah during the day because yeah. that's all i can that's all my attention can focus on are you are you religious? You're Catholic, right? Or you were? Or no, what? my dad is Presbyterian minister. Oh, okay. Uh, so I grew up super religious. Gotcha. Um, I've gone every every which way. I mean, I went through. I studied religion at uh, UNC, mm-hmm. and then that's sort of what made me not be a Christian anymore. And I still wouldn't call myself a Christian, but uh, I'm like a weird. I don't even want to label what anything yeah. that I am because as soon as I as soon as I put a label on it, I don't like the label. Other people are going to start <laughs> judging me for the label. I mean, sometimes I've called myself like a like a pantheist ish, yeah. like uh, I don't some I don't, but I would, that's like such a faulty label in and yeah. of itself too. But um, I don't well, know. I, I think there's a little bit of truth and a little bit of bullshit to all all the religions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So anyway. Yeah, I mean, and that's another thing, too, is that I, I grew up going to an international school from kindergarten to 12th grade. Uh-huh. So I grew up with people from all over the world. And my parents are like were, you know, 60s radicals and stuff like that, too. So I grew up like very much in a relativist kind of like no one's like, you know, I, I mean, I have, I have a pretty firm moral compass. I'm never going to be like, well, you know, that culture may murder, but we have to respect that. Like, I'm not that woke. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, but like I, I it's it especially being Jewish growing up, it becomes really hard to be like, well, you know, uh, this one religion is right. Or that one religion is like wrong. Yeah. Especially when you're Jewish, because like, I didn't have a lot of religious friends, but like I, I would go to like summer camp in like North Carolina a couple years. And like, I would have mm-hmm. conversation with Christians and like, they were great and lovely people. And like, but when it turned to faith, it just felt like the underlying premise of everything they were saying is like, look, like John, you may be an awesome dude, but if you don't accept Jesus, you're burning in hell. Yeah. And so that to me is where I have such a problem. Yeah. Well, I think with that stuff, and this is something else I was thinking of earlier with like, when you talk about Orthodox, whatever the religion is, yeah. uh, the reformed movements. And I think what we are feeling now is a rejection of spiritual materialism, which is this, which is the putting like all this weight on the specifics. Yeah. Whether it's the specific actions, the specific uh, rituals, the specific beliefs, like those are all things that are so surface level and they're meant to, I think in their original form, they were meant to help and they were meant to help you rem- like get to what you were, other people were getting at. You know, they're trying, they're trying to get you to that mystical experience, but yet people are just so latched onto like, well, this is the one way yeah. sucks for everybody who doesn't have this way. Yeah. Um, I'm curious though, what was, uh, do you have any, what are your thoughts? Cause I think of Buddhism as a fairly, uh, non-capitalist, well, uh, religion. I mean, what, so what are your thoughts on things like that or like Zen or something? That's... So, I mean, here's, I don't mean to like put words in your mouth, but I like, I hear, I feel like I hear this a lot where people are like, well, Buddhism is like, you know, as a religion is very peaceful and you know, like there are like, when you think of religious conflict, you don't think of Buddhism, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I know there's violent, there's definitely violent. Yeah. Well, Buddhists I mean, that's there. the thing is that like, if you go to Sri Lanka, the, right. the Buddhists are fucking oppressing the Tamils who are right. like Hindu or I don't, I don't know what the Tamils are. So it's, it's all, it, I mean, what do I think about it? Um, sorry. That's just such a digression. It was just my own little axe to grind, but um, no, I, but, no, I totally agree with you yeah. that people think Buddhism is completely absent of the spiritual materialism, or they think they're absent of being a complete. There's no radical Buddhist. Yeah. They're totally, yeah, no, they're totally are. You're right Which, about that, but I'm just, yeah, and it's, I, I think on its, even even in those radical people, I don't think they would consider themselves capitalist, really. No, I mean, but like. But then again, we've got something like Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance. We've right. Got, we've <laughs> right. got yoga works. You know what I mean? Right. So it's I, we're finding a way to sell yeah, it. I mean, I don't think religion and capitalism are 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 uh, naturally aligned. I think we're you know with, with a dude like Joel Osteen or even mm-hmm. Pat Robertson or Jerry, Jerry Falwell, who you know, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are mega churches with ATMs in them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like felt like the last time that happened <laughs> it started a re- new religion right yeah, like, yeah. okay so like i mean that that shit to me is crazy but i mean I, but like i don't know we had gift shops in my my school growing up but mm-hmm. i don't know um so i'm i'm curious uh and you can you can say no do you find is there any value you find in religion for me yeah no i mean it's a little different with judaism because judaism is both religion, ethnic group, and culture. Mm-hmm. It's a little different. Like if I grew up Catholic, I probably or like 
not even Catholic. Catholic is also a little similar too, but like, uh, yeah, I, like, I always think of like, uh, Catholics as like the Jewish Christians. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Protestant, if I grew up that, I would probably be super duper, but like, is there any value in religion? You know what? I will say, I'll change it on my mind. I'll say, yes, I like going to, to temple. Like I haven't been in years, but I mm-hmm. like it. Cause I like, I, I know the songs, you know, <clears throat> like I, I like the sense of community. So yeah, for me, like, you know, like the last girl I dated, she wasn't Jewish and, um, <laughs> didn't even make it out of Eden jail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why we broke up. Um, cause she was anti-Semitic. No. Um, and hated docu or conspiracy theory movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking wouldn't even sit through the fourth hour of JFK. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, it, and there was some, not tension in that, but like, it was like, it's just a part of me. And so even if you're not, I've had girlfriends who are not Jewish are like, yeah, I'll do the Jewish. I don't give a shit, you know, but she wasn't feeling it. And, um, that's okay. Like, I don't want her to do something she doesn't want to do, but it like forced me to like, think about myself and think about like my future in a way that was like, you know, really weird. I mean, I guess I'm 31. So it's like, not that crazy, you mm-hmm. know, but like, like whether you, you would raise your kids. Yeah. 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 And it's like, would I send my kids? I mean, the big question is, would I send my kids to Hebrew school to have them learn about God and stuff like that? And mm-hmm. it's like, man, I think they would, even if they were, they rejected it later. Like, I just want that foundation, you know? That's so interesting. That's so interesting. Yeah. Cause you're like, you're one of the more, this is, don't take this any way. Don't, there's no wrong way about this, but you're one of the more fervently anti-religious people I've had on here. Uh, so that there's no right or wrong to that, but like, that's so interesting that you're like, yeah, I'd still take that. I'd still put yeah. my kids through it. Well, it's, I mean, it's interesting. I don't consider myself like, I mean, I, this is maybe just a semantics thing, but I'm not anti-religion. I like really, really believe that religion can help people. I believe that religion can be a force for good. I like fucking hate Richard Dawkins. I hate, <laughs> I hate anyone like I, the, the God, smarmy del- atheist. the smarmy fucking douchebag Reddit fedora atheist. I find it's so disrespectful and it's yeah. so like, yeah. re- and, and it's, and it's because I have this, I think understanding of like religion is beyond just the spiritual thing. Like, like, okay, here's a good example of something. So, you know, has, Hezbollah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, will be like Hezbollah, they're terrorists. And like, yeah, <laughs> they are. But here's the thing you have to understand about Hezbollah. They have food drives. Yep. They have doctors. Social services. Social services. There's a yep. thousand different reasons why someone joins a religion. And the material part of it is just one of it. Right. And so understanding, like, for me, understanding religions as part of a larger social ecosystem, like, I'm like, yeah, there's a place for it. Like, I think, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it was like tough in the mid two thousands when like, it felt like Bush was elected by a, a bunch of very right wing Christians who were like against God, uh, against gun or a uh, pro gun and against gays and stuff like that. That made me feel like, oh, like I'm living in some, uh, <laughs> handmaiden's tale type fucking, <laughs> you know, like uh, V for Vendetta, like, uh-huh. you know, religious, like, like, uh, dictatorship or something. But like, at the end of the day, like. I, I respect people's religious, like not even rights, but just like the the I I, I see so much value in it for yeah. for so many people. That said, like it it ain't for me. Like it feels like ghosts. Like if you believe in ghosts, you might as well believe in religion mm. for me because ghosts are the same thing, right? There's this spiritual dimension to ghosts, but our idea of ghosts are so shaped by pop culture you know, like, uh, 19th century Victorian ghost stories, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's, it's this thing where it's this mixing of the spiritual that is kind of beyond man and the, you know, and then man's cultivation of ideas, which is like, so, 
you know, grounded and stuff like that. I mean, like Santa Claus and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like sometimes I, I think of like, it's so interesting. I mean, like, and I thought about this. I, w- I visited a Catholic church uh, in the fall just with a friend just as uh, just to see. Because I was like, I've never been to a Catholic service. I should see, especially for research for this podcast, I should go to at least one. And uh, it was like, it's just a reminder of like a lot of that. It's almost like it's almost like a performance art piece. Like it's, it's definitely speaking to something human inside of us. But like a lot of these things, it's like, it's almost like art. You actually believe like you forget is like a fictional. Yeah. It's like if cosplayers lost their mind and thought they were actually, I mean, yeah. it's Don Quixote, right? Like, right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. But I yeah. mean, that's, I actually, that's my f- favorite part about Judaism. I love having a Seder. I love making matzo balls. I love having people over and saying this stuff and like, you know the ritual uh, the ritual it was like i mean because i grew up in a family where we didn't you know my grand my dad's father was an orphan my mother was an orphan like you know like we didn't have a lot of like family ritual and tradition to like pass down and so like Mm -hmm. with judaism like i've found not only like ritual and stuff like that but like history and like all these connections to the past that like my family didn't necessarily offer you know for whatever reason um and i mean i just love that and to like to, to your point about like, yeah, I would send them to religious school. It's a little, I think it's a little different out here in LA because we have what's, there's something that's called humanistic Judaism, mm-hmm. which is essentially Judaism without the religious stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so like. It sounds like a very Hollywood Judaism. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 smaller than you think because it's just, it's a, it's a tough sell. It's like, no, no, religion without the religion. Like, it's just the culture. Like, it, it yeah, kind yeah. of feels like it's a package deal for a lot of people. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, myself included. Uh-huh. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe I would send my kids to that. But like, yeah, I would send my kids to the to the Jewish stuff. I don't know. It just like it, where else are they going to get it? Like Woody Allen movies? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, when push comes to shove, I think I, mean, I don't have a kid, but I think I'd want my kid to be in some kind of strong social structure. Cause it's way, way more comforting than the opposite of just chaos. Yeah. Chaos. I mean, and, and, and like, I think reform Judaism has amazing values. Like there is a prayer that you can say when you're transitioning from male to female, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like, I mean, I think the Israel stuff real, really bothers me. Um, but beyond that, like, um, I think reform Judaism is like a religion and as like a moral system and even political system is like fucking super progressive and yeah. super on point and like lines up almost perfectly with what I believe, like, you know, socially and politically and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. Well, we're about at the time of the show where we make up a religion. Yeah, if, nice. if you're if you're into it. Yeah, sure, sure. How, is there like a rubric? Is there a guideline? Do you oh, have a, oh, I got. Oh, a list. okay, cool, cool, I got cool, a list. cool. We're gonna run through it. Um, is this, can do people ever do like bits where they're like, like, or is it like, oh, I'm gonna speak honestly about like what I think the best religion? Both, man. They do both. both. So okay. which which uh, which one are you? I don't feeling? know. I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't want to commit. All I don't right. Commit. Th- that's fair. All right. So in this religion, let's start with the the big overarching umbrella thing. What's uh, what kind of belief in God or non-belief in God do we have? Do we do we believe in the monotheistic thing? Do we believe in a polytheistic hierarchical Greek thing? Do we believe in no I, God at all? Yeah, I like, I really, I mean, maybe just cause like Game of Thrones is like top of mind right now, but like, I like find the concept of like polytheism really fucking interesting. Oh, like just, the like, lords fun. of various houses. Yeah. yeah. Or just, just like, <laughs> this is the God of blank and this is the God of that. And just like how like more specific and weird can you get with it? Like, yeah. Like they, <laughs> gods that rule over their own little kingdoms. Yeah. Or yeah. like the God to remind you to charge your cell phone before you go out, you know? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The God, 
the, the god that inflicts shame on you if you haven't called your mom back within like the hour uh-huh. you know, stuff like that cool all right uh is there any kind of overarching ethos or uh message or kind of like take home moral aspect that you would you would want yeah um uh if you <laughs> um be be like it's, i mean it's just it's hard not to just do like a like dopier sounding version of the golden rule, right? <laughs> Most people do. A lot of people do some version. We're just of that. like, don't be a dick, bro. Like, which is like a legit way to say. It. Like, I mean, I'm a making lot of fun people, of it. dude. So, but you, I mean, I love every guest I've ever had. Yeah, but there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, don't be a dick. Don't yeah. be an asshole. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, don't be a dick with the caveat that if you have to be a dick, don't be. Like, don't do it with a gun. <laughs> like, Don't do it with a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, like, you can be a dick, but just, like, maybe don't... Not a violent dick. No, no violence. Like, yeah. you know, that's... that's eh, Not so much. Well, there's, you know, I think it's, like, there's... Th- sometimes we... Sometimes there's a place for an asshole to be, like, a right... Like, a good asshole. Sure. Like, where it's, like, I'm saving you from yourself, <laughs> yeah. asshole. Uh, but that person is usually not violent. Yeah. Wait, let me let me do let me find something real quick because don't be a dick is like it's just so. I mean, it's, it's like the first one. I mean, it's so it's it's hard to like, it's hard to knock that one. Yeah, because it is a good one. Yeah, but is there a more is there like a positive way to frame it? <laughs> be nice to everyone. Yeah, love but, love everyone. Um, just you know what you know what here's what I'm gonna do. Try to understand everyone. There you go. You don't have to love everyone. Because <laughs> I think that's like, I don't want to love everyone. That's a lot. I barely like myself. <laughs> like, I don't have the energy to love like the dude at 7-Eleven. Like, I'm sure he's lovely, but I just uh-huh. don't. No, I think try to understand everyone. Because yeah. like, it's it, if you can understand someone, even if you're like against them, like I fucking, you know, I think Trump is like a fucking Nazi fascist, but like I get why people are <laughs> voting for him, or at least yeah. I, I think I do. Yeah. And, you know, because I can do that it, or because I can understand them, it like, you know, hopefully humanizes them or hopefully, you know, makes it easier to communicate or to give them what they need, even if they're not asking for that specifically. Yeah. Well, and some people, yeah, you know, so, sometimes like I think of like, like not everybody needs the good not everybody needs or wants uh the 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 positive good person like yeah. that type of energy that's part, i think that's why comedy is so can be so like uh therapeutic and enthralling is when sometimes it, we need a good uh a good misanthrope yeah we need somebody who's just kind of like neurotic and and kind of like nah fuck all that like yeah. fuck what's wrong yeah. like but sometimes like th- that's just what connects to people uh, at different on that one and meets them on their own wavelength. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So maybe not try to love, but try to understand. Try to understand. Yeah. Tight. Uh, is there any kind of uh, sense of, are there any rules or are there any sins in this, in Ooh, your religion? Any sins? Ooh, any yeah. uh, behavior codes? How do I judge people? Dancing, sex. Dan- dan- <laughs> dancing and sex are forbidden. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the human population will die out. Uh-huh. Uh, like the idea of sex being forbidden even in marriage. Yeah. Which is like weird because if you like read up on like like medieval Christian, like I'm not cults, but like offshoots, there is definitely like men and women should not have sex. Like if they're, oh, yeah. you know. Sometimes I wonder if that's like, man, let's see how far we can like get people yeah. like under our thumbs. Like, yeah. That will make them even not want to have sex. Oh, well, that's like such a tradition. Like that's such a like typical like cult thing. It's like yeah. first you get a bunch of people in a room, then you tell them they can't have sex with each other. Then you have sex with whoever you want. <laughs> right. Great, you have a cult now. Right. Um, I always thought 
I don't want to do this, but I always thought the most fucked up thing you could like do in a religion is make going to the bathroom a sin. Uh huh. That would be fucked up. Because <laughs> it just like would be this like cycle of like, oh god, I have to piss, and then you piss yourself, and then it's just oh shame, Honest- shame, shame, and then it just happens over and over again. Honestly, John, that's really not that far removed from don't have sex. <laughs> it's really, it's really not. Right? Yeah. Right. Because it is this just never ending shame like spiral for yeah. a fucking biological need that we all have. Yeah. We all have it yeah. on some level. And some of us, well, yeah, some, some of us have to get it in other ways. Yeah. And so any, are, are, is the, no bathroom um, rules. The no bathroom. No, no try to understand anyone, <laughs> but don't you dare go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I want to do, I want to take it seriously. Uh, uh, let me see. Um, any sins. I think the sin of um, like uh, willful ignorance. Mm. Like if you have the opportunity to learn something and then you're just like, no, fuck it. Like. Like that's fucked up. Give me my bliss. Yeah. 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 Just like where it's like, if you have, I mean, I I don't mean it to say like, well, this one person learned this fact, it would change their perspective. Cause that's like scientifically proven to not work. But Mm -hmm. like, I mean it just in terms of like, you know, uh, like if someone uses a word and you don't know what that word means, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like instead of feeling, you know, touchy or weird you know because i that happens to me a lot where i'm like in a conversation with someone and they use a word i don't know and i'm like okay i'm not as smart as this person (laughs) like uh, clearly or like they're trying to make me feel bad it's just like no just like ask what that word means (laughs) right yeah just like learn learn like a new fact even if you forget it the next day yeah don't be willfully ignorant yeah hell no cool uh is there any kind of holy text or any kind of like important document uh, yeah, it's a printer manual for uh, 2004 <laughs> Epson inkjet. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's actually I'm gonna do that because it's like it's just as impenetrable and esoteric as like every other Bible. <laughs> like, that's I love that answer. I actually love that answer. I don't, I don't even want to elaborate on it. And, and, no, and no, there's it. nothing to say. It's how you interpret it. If you were just handed a printer manual when you walked into church, that would be my favorite thing. <laughs> You've inspired me for. I'm starting a, a weekly comedy show with my friend, and now I think I know what we're gonna hand out at the door. That's fucking great. Uh, peace be upon you. Peace yeah. be upon you. Peace be upon. <laughs> is there any kind of? Uh, is there any kind of weekly, either or monthly, or annual gathering, or of any whether we call it worship or a meetup or whatever? Uh, yeah, yeah, you go to meetup.com. <laughs> Find the search for Epson. Search for Epson. <laughs> And then you just go to a park and read silently to yourself. <laughs> I mean, to bring it back to the Bible, that Bible thing real quick, is there is something kind of transcendent in this text that you don't know what it means, and then you spend your entire life trying to figure it out. And maybe uh-huh. you weren't learn like one lesson from it, but uh-huh. like it's so obtuse that everyone gets something different from it. I, I, I mean, I like that idea as a religion that like just because I like think religion works best in its like combo like style like oh uh-huh. i'll have like a number one the burger from number one and then the chicken nuggets you uh-huh. know it's like just take what you need and then just fuck everything else yeah, like man. you know so if, if everyone could individually experience this religion differently you know they could be together but they don't all have to like get on the same page of like yeah let's just kill people you know what right, i mean right so then what would would there be like would, would there be a, a place or where they would meet then or um, a gather <laughs> the epson offices uh, <laughs> no um yeah the, the uh the the uh office depot uh no um is there a place they would gather um and with with like either music or prayer of any kind or meditation uh i like of- meditation so let's say 
once a week, you got to go to the park and just like fucking meditate, do the Can deep I group, breathing. Like a group meditation in the yeah, park. Yeah, I mean, not even a group. Just like go. And, you know, maybe someone else is there. You'll see somebody 50 yeah. yards away. Yeah, and like don't bother. Them. Like, they're <laughs> don't, doing their don't thing. Don't you dare like, say guys, hi. <laughs> yeah, like, guys, don't hit on the ladies. Like, that's not. If she comes up and talks to you, like, that's cool. But like, just try, you know, be yeah. respectful. <laughs> maybe maybe leave your printer manual off to the sides. So people, they <laughs> yeah. recognize it. They yeah. can be like, oh, hey. Right. It's like a signpost type of deal. <laughs> you know? It's like, don't, just don't be obvious about it. You know, this like, comes off as like needy and weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, is there any, um, <laughs> so that kind of answers like, we don't really have a community then of any sort. We're like, a, no, you can gather. It's just the meditation time is like very, gotcha. Just, yeah, yeah. So no, what, what kind of community events would we have then? Bowling, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ice cream, socials. Uh-huh. I just wanted, it's like a, like 1950s style sock hops. Like, I uh-huh. mean, honestly, like I know I'm like being like silly, but like those were like things that people used to do. And I think like if there could be a way for a religion to like have like these secular events where like you're just shoring up the guy, like the, the, the cement of community. I think that's fun. You know what I mean? That's what, that's why we have baseball, John. (laughs) (laughs) There's no, there's no greater purpose. Why am I watching one out of 162 of these? I don't know. Yeah. Actually, I can't stand watching baseball most until, until it gets to the playoffs. I think all baseball should be playoff baseball. I, my connection through baseball is pretty much at this point, just the all you can eat section of the Dodgers. Oh yeah. (laughs) Where it's like the worst seats in the, like the fucking backlist stands directly in the sun. Yep. But there's like, you can have unlimited hot dogs. Hey, Dodger State is pretty cool though. As far it as is. stadiums go. I, it's like nice and small. Cause I grew up going to like Camden Yards. Cause I left DC before we had the national. So oh, like, gotcha. Yeah. Whenever we did baseball, it was always like a fucking thing, but Dodger stadium, like we live so close to it, you know, mm-hmm. it just, it's kind of a blast. I go like once every couple of years. Yeah. yeah. So we had, so anyway, to get back to the thing. Uh-huh. So we have community, we have week, we have like yeah. community Ni- events, 1950s style community events, sock hops, uh, <laughs> ice cream socials, uh, huh dances malt shop meetups malt, sh- malt shop meetups yeah well that's yeah 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 this what will happen is the religion will start building malt shops for like religious purposes <laughs> but it'll do so well yeah. that it'll expand to like a national business it, like like in, in and out type of deal yeah it's the bottom of the cups will just be like epson is real <laughs> i don't know if anybody under 40 has ever had a malt I don't. I don't think I've ever had a malt. Have you had a malt? I think so. I mean, it's just it's just a milkshake with the powder in it, right? I don't know. I think that's what it is. I couldn't tell I think you, that's John. What it is. I think it is. It's just a milkshake with the malt powder in it. All but, right. That sounds like yeah. a fucking mystical experience <laughs> yeah. to me. I mean, uh, is there any kind of youth group with this? Any any Sunday <laughs> school? Any? Yeah. Yeah. When? Yeah. The the yeah. Let's say this. The monastic group. So like the fervent diehards have to work for the geek squad. <laughs> To go off and fix people's printers, uh-huh. <laughs> and they don't know why they do it. We don't tell them why they do it. Uh-huh. They they they, they work. It? They they don't do it for free. This isn't like fucking Sea Org Scientology. They're not like indentured <laughs> servants. They're getting yeah. paid. It's a nice living. You uh-huh. know, it's a living wage. We're not you know fifteen dollars an hour. But uh-huh. It's all that you know. But they have to go off and fix printers, and like you know, that's the monastic. Like that's where like you go if you know you're just a diehard. Okay. Cool. And then what about for the kids? Anything for the kids? Anything? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So, the, so to answer the question you actually asked, me, <laughs> uh, um, um, for the kids, uh, I mean, you can say no. No. <laughs> no. Fuck the kids. Yeah. Fuck they, the they kids. Have, don't they have enough? The mall, the malt shops, and the fucking sock hops. <laughs> Haven't we done enough for <laughs> we, you? I think we've done enough for the children. <laughs> cool. Um, well, the last question I already answered the next bullet point, which would be any kind of like service mm. or mission work that kind of answers that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Is there any kind of, let's call it marketing or evangelism or outreach or public <laughs> uh, relations? Yeah. Is there, yeah, like evangelism. Um, what could it be? Is they stand in like uh, uh, like Goodwill parking lots and like people who are turning in printers, they're like, actually, we can help you with that. <laughs> they hand the manual. Yeah, just they hand the manual. It's like, you'll know what to do with it when the time comes. What? They like, keep, like they look through all of it to see <laughs> yeah. where like their shit is. Like, no, it's just a manual. Yeah, it's for a printer from 2004. They don't even, this isn't even my printer. Like, yeah. You, like read through all the, le- it's just the same legalese. It's just, <laughs> it's yeah. nothing different. It's, it's in there. It's in there. Yeah. Cool. All right. So now the, the last question. I, I always say this, that it's always the hardest part, and it always mm-hmm. is the hardest part, but sometimes it comes easy. Uh, what's the title? What's the name of the religion? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> ethical uh, Epsonism. <laughs> Epsonism. E- ethical Epsonism. Ethical Epsonism. See, yeah. See, like, you know what we call that? committing to the bit <laughs> there we go and that what a what better what better religion for a podcast about capitalism than ethical wait a minute epsonism. this is a podcast about capitalism yeah. oh shit oh now it is me. yeah <laughs> dude i'm gonna tag their social media and all of this they're gonna be so thrilled yeah <laughs> just get retweeted all over their page uh well, we did it, man that's thanks, it thanks man this, thanks for having me this is it thanks so much for coming on dude, man it's a pleasure it's great And that's the show. Once again, thanks so much to John for coming out. And thank you for listening. I love you. Turn on your damn love light. Bye. What's a creative podcast network?